I am sitting here today with Pastor Nicole Schreiber from Erie First Assembly of God, and we've had the incredible privilege today at the Conduit Ministries Women's Retreat because Nicole chose to join us today. We're so glad that you did that. I had the opportunity um, to meet Nicole a few weeks before the event, and, and no one else really from our planning team or from our body had the opportunity to do that. But I had the opportunity to do that, and I knew instantly that there was this this chemistry between us, between our cultures, that um, was going to be a great match for this event. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for taking the time to come here this weekend and to share with all of us. Well, thank you for having me. It's just been such a privilege and such a blessing just to me. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it was funny because even just a few minutes into what you were saying earlier today in your message, I started getting elbow bumped from people next to me who were saying, um, you did so good. This is such a great match for our people. Um, the, the things that you embodied in your message, the transparency and the joy um, and just the rawness and simplicity of the gospel. Those are things that we hold dear here at Conduit Ministries. We believe that gospel should be accessible to everyone, that sometimes we need to strip things away. Mm -hmm. So really appreciate your informality, your transparency today. Um, <laughs> one of the ways that you were transpar transparent this morning is you started your message telling us some incredible anecdotes <laughs> about yeah. your children. And I feel like those were my life. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Skittles in the printer? Yes. Um, <laughs> and you described the chaos of parenting by calling it zone defense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Um, and you said this thing that life is loud and sticky, but God inserts hope in all kinds of creative ways. Mm -hmm. Could you perhaps expand on that a little bit? Yeah, so I think... Um, you know, with that particular concept, I really wanted to communicate that uh, we're all in different life stages. Even here at the retreat, it's been so great to see um, young adults, young moms, yeah, yeah, um, you know, people maybe in the empty nest mode, people in their retirement mode. And what's interesting is I feel like God at every, all of those uh, phases um, finds creative ways to engage with us. Mm -hmm. And so it, it just really meets us where we are. So kind of my example in that was when I was um, maybe newly married, but didn't have any children. Um, my time with the Lord was uninterrupted. I could read any book I wanted. I could yeah. listen to any podcast. Those days are Yeah, I read, read it over. <laughs> when did that happen you know, last? Attend as many worship services as possible. You know, right. didn't need to get a babysitter. Um, but now, you know, really uh, having multiple kids, um, I really have to find, uh, really look for God's voice. And he's always been there, but look for him in creative and different ways. And when I am open to that, I find that God wants to meet with us so much that he will just show his face in such incredible places and ways. And so I think my encouragement, whether you're a young mother listening or in a different stage of your life, that that may, that will change for us always. It will always change, but God will remain constant and his um, desire for us to seek him and know him will always be constant. And so he will show up if we just seek him that way. Sure, and if the ways that you have always sought out the Lord seem to not no longer be to be available, that there are other ways that you can seek out, and I think yeah. that that's been that's definitely relevant for my own life. Like I know that um, pre-parenting, 
I tended to find the presence of the Lord best in stillness or in quiet time or alone time with the Lord. But the alone time that I have these days is quite rare. Yes. And so, (laughs) if at all. Right, right. Let's just be honest here. Um, And so, for now, it seems like the best way that I can connect with the Lord is is when I don't have time to get away, it's just praying and asking Him to reveal Himself to me Mm -hmm. and His will for me through my children. And it's funny the ways that they like respond to that you know yeah. they don't necessarily hear my prayer but the way that the things that they say or, or the funny things that they do they're just such good reminders of God's presence and his and his constant um, desire to be with us as much as we desire him. yeah excellent Excellent. Yeah, so you talked about a little bit about that and you kind of explained this difference between an easy life versus an easy soul mm-hmm. could you expand on that a little bit yeah So um, when I started doing some research a few years ago about uh, the passage I mentioned, Matthew 11, 28 Mm -hmm. through 30, that talks about how um, Jesus' yoke is easy and his burden is light. I was really intrigued by that sort of concept. And I realized that uh, the scripture only uses that word easy one time. And it yeah, is that was so enlightening to me. I'd never heard that before. It's not in, in reference to a life uh, of following Christ because mm-hmm. we know that actually what we see in the scripture and what we probably know to be true if you've been following Jesus for any amount of time that um, it's hard it's supposed to be mm-hmm. hard um, there are things we, we stand up against a culture and up against um, an enemy and up against sets of circumstances that are going to make life difficult at times but this idea in Matthew eleven twenty eight is that um, if we have an easy soul if, if we have the yoke of Jesus on us that no matter what circumstance comes our way, no matter what situation, no matter um, who is our antagonist, no matter you know what health crisis or financial problem or anything, mm-hmm. that if we have an easy soul, um, we can stand up to any and all of that. And yeah. so instead of um, striving and trying to control things to make your life easy, which we all know really is actually out of our hands, right, you know, especially because yeah. things happen to us, um, if we can really focus on um, trusting in Jesus, having a surrendered heart to the Lord and having that easy soul, then, you know, anything can happen and we can stand knowing that we're at peace and at rest in that. Yeah. Almost like it's a, it's a posture. Yeah. Easy soul is a posture. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you, um, you went on to say later in your message that if we desire to have an easy soul or a rested soul, that there's three decisions that we need to make. The first is that we need to decide who determines our acceptance. Mm -hmm. The second is that we need to decide what will be our sustenance. And the third is that we need to decide what will give us significance. And it was interesting because as you made those points, it really stood out to me that the backbone for all three of those, if you strung them together, was identity. Mm. That as women, the most important thing really is a follower of Christ, period. But the most important thing we can know is our identity. And that changes our posture. And it changes everything. You said at one point, um, you were reading from Scripture and you quoted, um, you were talking about Jesus in that moment where the Father affirmed His identity and said, This is my Son with whom I am well pleased. But you, when you were talking about, inserted the phrase, this is my daughter with whom I am well pleased. And there was just this moment for me of like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think there were a lot of women here who needed to hear those words spoken over them. The voice that says that they are unworthy, the voice that says that they are not enough, 
the voice that calls them out and says that their lives aren't good enough. I pray that today, if you're listening to this message, that you would know that you are a daughter of the King and that Jesus speaks over your life. This is my daughter Mm -hmm. with whom I am well pleased. That is the source of your identity. That's good. So um, you also said this other thing that I loved because I haven't heard it like this um, before. You said, we don't wave the white flag of surrender often enough, and it's really the only thing that will save us. Yeah. I I think it's interesting just when you think about surrender. I kind of talked about this a little bit, but uh, you don't often think surrender will bring you freedom. You think it will bring you captivity. Yeah. You know, if you think in kind of worldly terms, if you... um, uh, a criminal gets caught, they put their hands up in the air, they take them into jail where their freedoms are taken away. Mm-hmm. You know, or a, in a war, you know, if they, uh, uh, an enemy surrenders, you get the land, you know, and then you get yeah. to be in charge of it. Um, and so what, I love the kingdom of God is full of paradoxes. It's full of things that we wouldn't think as they are, but they are. Yep. And so the paradox in the kingdom of God is that surrender actually brings us freedom. And, um, and so really surrendering our will and our heart and our life and all our decisions and our emotions and our future to God is really, truly the only thing that will give us this freedom that we need to stand before God and say, do anything you want with my life um, because you you know what the best is. And that just brings mm-hmm. us into this real healthy, um, we can't lose anything. Right. You know, we, have nothing, yeah, we have nothing to lose. Absolutely. And so it's, it's just an exciting, freeing moment to be in there. Uh-huh. For sure. And it's hard. It's hard sometimes, like, when we know we have these big areas of our lives that we need to surrender to the yeah. Lord. It's hard to know where, how how do I actually surrender this thing? So you recommended in your message today that we start by surrendering the small things in our lives. And yeah. you, you encouraged every woman in the room today to begin with surrendering one small thing, to name it. Mm-hmm. And just start working on surrendering that in your life. And I'm wondering, in the spirit of authenticity and transparency, yeah. true to the culture here at Conduit, um, is there something that you're working on surrendering right now in your life? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's lots of things. And yeah, so right, when right, we, okay. Kind of when we talked Truth, about this, I think I that's that. <laughs> it's, and we, we, we also talked about today that I think the thing about surrendering is it's every day, all your life, mm-hmm. every moment. You know, it's not, a, minute, yep. it's not a sort of... I did this at one great retreat and now I'm good for a while. Yeah. You know, it's really yeah. every moment. But um, it's interesting. I, I want to link it back to even an example you used a few moments ago of that sort of self-talk kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of times, a lot a lot of people, you know, a lot of women, a lot of people deal with this is that we kind of tell ourselves things that um, we've either made up in our minds or other people have told us uh, with good intentions or bad intentions Mm. or or whatever. And so um, sometimes that self-talk can get negative, um, you know, at times or critical of yourself. Um, Sometimes it can get um, defeating or hopeless. Mm. And I think for me, I've been just really working on saying to the Lord, um, almost every thought I have or everything that I'm telling myself, saying, God, how do you see me? How do you see this? Mm-hmm. How, how do you see this situation? And I'll just give an example. This week, I felt like I had a, you know, a tough parenting moment. I, yeah. I know you probably don't know anything about that. No, those, I'm sure so. I know nothing about that. Never <laughs> but had one. a tough one. parenting <laughs> moment where I responded, you know, kind of sharply to one of my, um, 
one of my girls and I just was beating myself up about it. Like I just get one day and I'm with them right. and now I'm getting frustrated <laughs> that, you know, you, you couldn't do this or whatever. And, and I sort of stopped in my tracks and remembered that this is something I'm saying, Lord, I surrender to you, even my yeah. own personal thoughts that no one would even see. And yeah. I felt like God very slowly and carefully said to me, um, you know what, if you were not, uh, if you aren't correcting them, you're probably not spending enough time with them. You know what I mean? And so I kind of felt the solace in the Lord was saying, um, you're good. Like I'm helping you like in your weakness, I will teach you how, you know, I I will bring like this great amount of hope. And, and then I was able to have this sweet moment with my daughter where I asked her to forgive me. And she said, yeah, you know, yes, mommy. And then, and we had this sort of moment where she would have never learned that, you know, not, again, I shouldn't have been sharp not to give that excuse, but God turns all that back. He does. Um, but I don't know if I would have had that moment if I wouldn't have said, Lord, I surrender even my own self conversation. You know, what is it that you want me to think right here? What is it that you, how do you want me to see this? Mm -hmm. Um, because I have so much of my own expectations and worldviews that I I see things in a different way. And he really blows my mind when I begin to ask him how he wants me to see does that make sense? Is it that absolutely does. Yeah. And then that's one of the things we've been talking about here today at the women's retreat. If you didn't have the opportunity to join us um, just about an hour ago, we had the opportunity to have five incredibly brave and beautiful women on stage with yes. us who shared their stories about the way that God has intervened in their lives, who he's climbed right into the midst of the hard thing and is climbing the mountain alongside them. And one of the verses that we used to talk about that was how um, in our weakness, God's strength is made perfect. Yes. And so I think that that just exemplifies that, is that when we surrender, it's again one of those kingdom paradoxes, mm. is that when we surrender something, when we have a weak spot that we know we're not competent enough in, mm-hmm. that's the place that we enable Jesus Christ to come in and his strength to be made absolutely so perfect. And moments like that forgiveness moment yeah. to just be a so huge lesson. And that's really where all miracles happen. If you ever look in the scripture, oh, it's that's always so good. Yep, in our absolutely. weakness. Always yep. in our weakness. Our strength is what hinders the miracle. It's yep. the weakness oh, that, goodness. you know, really, yeah, that is that just really so gets good. you there. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay, is there anything, we're going to wrap up this interview, but um, is there anything that you would want to leave with our listeners? Yeah, I think um, whether you were able to join in today or not, um, you know, I think that, the, the main theme, the thing that's been coming up over and over is um, to just really get connected to Jesus and to each other. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just want to um, echo that for the leadership team of the retreat. And then yeah. also just as a Christ follower, what the scripture says, um, we are so much better together. And there's so much God can accomplish yeah. through a kingdom of people that um, will just surrender their own you know, their own selfish ambitions and just say, we're here for each other. We're going to build a community. And so I'm so excited to just see, um, what God's doing here Mm -hmm. at Conduit and in the city. Um, and, and even, even at large, you know, and I'm excited to see, um, just some of the ripple effects of, of what happened this weekend and the healing that we can bring and then go out and really advance God's kingdom. So I just want to encourage you guys just from a you know, just a hop and a skip over the lake, but still just come in here and just watching it has been really encouraging to me. So God is on the move for sure. Thank you so much. And amen to that. You are hearing this from Pastor Nicole Schreiber, who's here at Conduit Ministries, wrapping up our women's retreat, our first ever. We've had an incredible time this weekend being able to connect to our father and connect to one another. If you are listening to this post event, 
please, we want to encourage you to continue to reach out to each other. It's through our connection with one another that sometimes we can best feel God's love and his strength and his passion for us. So I want to encourage you to reach out to someone that you met at this event. We're so grateful that you chose to listen to this podcast. We'll talk to you soon.